Healing School is the place where people come to hear and to be healed. As you heard the song this morning, you can be healed. Today is your day. The word of God is going to come in a second. Get your pen, get paper, or whatever mechanical device that you use to take notes on. Child of God, it's a powerful day in the Lord. Did you bring your faith with you today? I'm telling you, today is your day to be healed. Whatever you need from God is available right now. Praise the Lord. Good morning, prophet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. So glad to have you with us. Amen. Amen. This morning, we are talking about what we are in Christ. Folks, this is a powerful lesson this morning. So again, grab pen and paper or whatever you use to take notes. And at the end, ask your questions. You might have a testimony. Today is your day to receive a miracle from God in your life. Amen? What we are in Christ, and this is part one. Praise God. Okay, prophet. Praise God. Our introduction is to our message this morning, what we are in Christ. This is our introduction. Satan has no power when we are in Christ. The expression Christ is one of the key phrases in the epistles. However, many of us find that who we were before we found Christ so dominates our minds that we forget we are now in him. That's right. We belittle our redemption and magnify our failures. Our weakness is ever with us. Yes. We have the cross religion rather than the resurrected life of the Son of God. Say that again. Our weakness is ever with us. We have the cross religion rather than the resurrected life of the Son of God. And, and that is so true. Hmm. People magnify, they highlight the sin, they highlight all these things, except for the main thing. We want to highlight Jesus. We pass by the cross, yes, but you don't stay there. You must go on to perfection in Christ Jesus. You're going to find out a lot this morning about that. See, folks, listen, the way you think, by the way that you think, can keep you out of all this goodness we're going to share with you this morning. It's time to receive God's best in your life. All right? So with love, patience, and grace, 
we will explain what we are in Christ as we study this message this morning and what this means from heaven's standpoint. Mm. God is he's with us no matter what our circumstances. That's one thing we need to remember. Yes. We, and we are in him now, seated in the highest place in the universe. And all it requires is simple faith on our part to bring the power of God to bear upon our needs, whether for spirit, soul, body, finances, or deliverance, Hmm. No matter where you are in your faith journey, you will find reassurance and joy when you realize what you really are in Christ. So what are we in Christ? I assure you, I was surprised to find out that the expression in Christ, in whom, and in him occurred more than 130 times in the New Testament. Wow. This is the heart of the revelation of redemption given to Paul. Mm -hmm. Apostle, stop me when, wherever you want me to stop. Right. So here is the secret of faith that conquers, faith that moves mountains. Here is the secret. Guiding us into all reality is that secret. And it is this. The heart craves intimacy with the Lord Jesus and with the Father. This craving can now be satisfied. It can now be what? Satisfied. Ephesians uh, 1 and... Pay attention to words here. This is so vitally important. Go ahead, continue. Ephesians 1 and 7 says, In whom we have our redemption through his blood, the redemption of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Now let's pause there for a second. <clears throat> Notice it says, we have. It didn't say, one of these old days we'll have it, or we have to keep trying to get it. No, we have it right now. This is why when people say, well, you know, uh, God is going to heal me. No, he already has. You have it right now. It belongs to you. Jesus gave it to you. Praise God. Do you see that? It's yours right now today. Go ahead, continue. Praise the Lord. So it is not a beggarly redemption. No. But, re but a real liberty in Christ that we have now. It is a redemption by the God who could say, let there be light in the firmament of the heaven and cause the whole heaven 
to leap into being in a single instant. Hmm. It is omnipotence beyond human reasons. Wow. This is where philosophy has never left a foot, never left a footprint. Mm -hmm. Our redemption is a miracle of his grace. Yes. It, it is according to the riches of his grace. It is a present tense work wrought through his blood. It is lavish. Yes. It is abundant. That's right. It is abundant. Our redemption is a perfect thing. Mm -hmm. When you know it, enter into it, and your heart grows accustomed to it, there will be ability in your life that you have never known. Did you hear that? When your heart become one with God, when you, when you learn about him, what he said, Jesus said, a prophet, by his stripes, we are healed. Amen. When we find out what God has for us, it changes everything. I mean, everything changes. All right? Praise the Lord. Colossians 1, verses 13 and 14 says, who delivered us out of the authority of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love, in whom we have our redemption, the remission of our sins. With that redemption, you are healed. Sickness and disease has no more legal right over you. Why? Because Jesus came. This is what the Bible called him, the second and the last Adam. Jesus came and took back from Satan what he stole. And some of that was your healing. It was your redemption. It was your finances. Did you know when your finances is messed up, you are sick? But did you know Jesus didn't leave you that way? He not only healed your sick body, he healed your finances. Christ then redeemed us from the curse of the law. He redeemed you from poverty. He redeemed you from sickness. He redeemed you from spiritual death. How? With his own blood. He paid the price. Now sickness and disease have to turn you loose. Poverty, listen now, poverty have to turn you loose. People talk about, well, you know, the Lord saved me from my sins. Listen, he saved you from poverty just as much as he did your sin. But many people don't tell you that. Many churches don't tell you that. 
-hmm. Are you listening to me? Yes. And you keep going around, going around. Oh, you know, the devil is busy. But wait a minute. What about the scripture that says, where sin abound, grace, grace, get that word, grace, much more abound. Grace. For by grace are you what? Saved through what? Faith. What well, by that same grace are you healed through what? Faith. You've been redeemed by that same grace. From sickness and disease. From poverty. Not enough money. All that stuff. It's a part of the curse. Jesus came and got us out of the curse. Come on, prophet. I, I can stay here on this all day. Amen. Praise the Lord. I can tell. So you are delivered out of the authority of Satan. Listen now. You, you are free. It is in him that you have your redemption. You have been delivered out of Satan's dominion. Look at that. You have been translated into the kingdom of the son of his love. Mm -hmm. You are free from the dominion of Satan. And in, look, when he, when the Lord freed, when Jesus freed us, we were free from cancer from being a diabetic, all that stuff is past A. This is why the scripture says, whom the son set free, watch this word, is free what? Indeed. In other words, in reality, you're free. But wait, Brother Elder, I'm hurting right now. Listen, by the authority in the name of Jesus, I call your body made whole right now in Jesus' name. This is healing school, right? Amen. Receive his healing right now. You don't have to be putting up with all that stuff. All right, my, my. Amen. You know, we don't have to put up with that. I love that. Amen. So the hour will come when you will awaken to the fact that hmm. he cannot put disease upon you. Satan you cannot put disease upon you. That Satan cannot give you pain and uh -huh. anguish in there your you body. Yes. The hour will go ahead. The hour will come when you will know that want and poverty are things of the past as far as you are concerned. You will shout amid the turbulence and fear of other men. The mm. Lord is my shepherd. Yes. I do not want a thing. Did y'all hear that? He makes me to lie down in plenty and fullness. Mm -hmm. I am satisfied with him. This redemption is real. Satan is defeated. Disease is outlawed and want 
is banished. Disease is what? Outlawed. Come on. And want is vanished. It's gone. It's ba banished. Vanished, banished, all the same. My, my, my. Uh -huh. So Look we are free. John yes. 8 and 36 says, If therefore the Son shall make you free, you shall be free in reality. Indeed. Yes. The word indeed here really means reality. That's what it means. John 10.10 10 mm -hmm. says, I came that they may have life and may have it abundantly. So what is life? What is life? Life is the nature of God. That's right. You may have the Father's nature in abundance. You are in Christ, in the Father's presence. You are in the very realm of life. Yes. This realm of life has in it the life that transcends reason. Mm -hmm. We have eternal life. You have eternal life. God's very substance. John 14 and 6 says, and Jesus said, I am the way, the reality, and the life. Mm -hmm. He was unveiling his heart to us. That's right. Showing showing what he can do to us in our daily life. That's right. He, he can be all that is that his heart of love desires to be to those whom he has redeemed. He can be reality to us. How our hearts have craved this. He can fulfill every desire of your heart. Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, and be not entangled again in a yoke of bondage. Wow. The gravest danger of the believer is the possibility of his lapsing back into bondage after he has been made free. It, it, let's, let's pause right there for a second. Mm -hmm. You have heard it like I have. People say, well, well, I thought I, I thought I was healed. Well, what am I, what, this thing didn't come back. Folks, listen, if something don't change quick, Satan got you again. I have you again. Are you listening to me? But Jesus said, by the stripes that he took, you and I are what? Healed. We've been set free from all sickness and disease. Spirit, soul, and body. Mm -hmm. We've been redeemed. Jesus died just as much so you can have 
all your needs met. Listen, folks, it is not right with God when you have partial salvation. You know what I mean by that? You think all you need is just your sins forgiven. Well, your sins are forgiven. But what about your money? He redeemed you from poverty. Not to have any money is under the law. Reject it, because that's not what Christ gave you. He is your financier. He don't even want you begging nobody for money. No, no. You ought to be the lender and not the borrower. Are you listening to me here? Amen. Prophet, this thing is big. Amen. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. It is big, Apostle. And so we have to realize it. So let's go on. He leaves the realm of the spirit and faith and walks in the realm of the senses. Mm -hmm. As sense reason gains the supremacy, he loses his joy in the Lord. What are we talking about? Let's look at it again. Galatians 5.1 tells us to stand fast, therefore, and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. And the, the danger for believers is that we might possibly lapse back into bondage after we have gained the freedom that we acquired in Christ. So he's telling us, this is what happens. We leave the realm of the spirit. We leave the realm of faith and we walk again in the realm of the five senses. You don't, walk in the, you don't want to walk in the realm of your senses. They are there, but you don't want to walk there because we are now talking about what? Spiritual things, right? That's right. And so as sense reasons gains the supremacy, gains the authority over you, you will forget about spiritual things. It's easy. Satan doesn't want you to pray. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to read the word of God. No, he, doesn't he doesn't want you to meditate in the word. He doesn't want you to pray in the spirit. He doesn't want you to speak the word over every situation in your life. Are you listening? That's I'm right. just going to go go take this little journey right now and help go ahead and take it. as Come much on. as I can. He doesn't want you to do that. That's what he's talking about. When you leave the realm of the spirit, you leave the realm of faith, and you walk in the realm of your senses. He wants to do that because that's where he has the victory. That's where he can cause us to lose all that we have gained, all that we have been believing God for. We've been believing for healing. Healing is a given. It's already done. But we, we lose that. We lose the reality of it because now we're walking in the senses. And when you walk in the senses, we excuse everything by what we That's feel. Right. We yes. weigh everything by how we think and what we feel. Well, I don't know. I thought I was healed, but maybe I'm not. You see yeah. it? That's reasoning. Well, the pain is still there. That's reasoning. That's right. Well, it's, what's your pain? You're in the hospital. What is your pain level on a scale of 1 to 10? And we say mine is a 10. 
Are you listening? In reality, it might be a 10. But if someone is asking you this, I want to give you this little analogy here so you can see what we're talking about. When he says you leave the realm of the spirit, you leave the realm of faith, and you walk in the realm of your senses. Senses, your five senses. Senses, one of those senses is feeling. That's right. Feeling. Well, how do you feel, Mr. Jones? How do you feel, Mr. Smith? How do Mm -hmm. you feel? Mrs. Walker, on a scale of one to 10, I feel like a nine. Yeah. Are you listening? I feel like a 10. And you actually open your mouth and you give voice to that. But yet over in Mark 11, he tells us you can speak to the mountain and tell the mountain to be removed. But instead of speaking to the mountain, the pain, and telling it to be removed, we speak to the nurse and the doctor about the pain. You better listen to me this morning. Come on now. He didn't tell us to speak about it. He told us to speak to it. Yes. And then when you're asked questions like that, how do you feel? You're going to stay in the faith, in the mode of faith, and you're going to say, by faith, I'm a one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a one this morning. Come on. I'm a one this morning. So when you do that, what are you doing? You're calling for that one to matter. You might be over there in the nine. You might be over there in the 10. Yeah. Listen, Listen to me, child of God. But when you say I'm a one, hello, that nine has to disappear. Before you know it, that not that 10 is becoming a nine. Why are you calling for it? Then, then you look right. a little later, that nine is becoming an eight. Are you listening to me? Then you That's look a little go. longer, go a little longer, and that eight is becoming a seven. Are you looking? Are you listening to me? Then that seven is becoming a six, and that six becoming a five, the five becoming a four, and the four becoming a three, and three becoming a two. Hey, I'm at a one. Why did that one show up? I called for it. I called for it. I called for it because I am a child of the most high God. I am in Christ. Christ is in me and I can have what I say. I am the, 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 the redeemed of the Lord. I, and the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord come on, say so so. you can have whatever you got to realize. What are we talking about? Who you really are in Christ. Glory to Jesus. Are you listening? So we have to be un- make sure we understand what we're talking about when we leave the realm of the spirit. When you leave the realm of the spirit, you're going to start talking about, we talked about feelings. So now here's how I feel. You feel on a scale, and you know if, if you've ever been hospitalized, that's the one thing they come in the room and ask you. Well, Mr. Jones, Mrs. Smith, uh, on a scale of one to 10, what's your, what's your pain like this morning? Do you yeah. Would you like some more pain pills? Well, thank you, but I had my pain pills an hour ago. Oh! I call on the name of the Lord Jesus. I spoke to the pain in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody better listen to me this morning. Are you listening? See, but we don't want to do that. We want to take that pain medication. Come on, that pain medication is going to cause that pain to subside for a moment. But when you call on the name of the Lord Jesus, when you speak to the pain in the name of Jesus, you're not only dealing with what it feels like, you're talking to the very core, the very source the roots of the pain and it has to disappear. Y'all better listen to me this morning. Amen. 
We're talking about leaving the realm of the spirit and faith. That's what we said right here. So when you leave the realm of the spirit and faith, that's what you start sounding like. You start sounding like and adhering to and, and leaning toward your feeling, which that's is right. one of the senses. That's right. Are you listening? Amen. So don't do that. Don't leave the sense. Don't leave the, the, the spirit and the faith walk. Don't go into the senses. Because you will lose the joy and the supremacy. You will lose this, that all that you've acquired. You've been studying. You've been in You've been in healing school all these months. We heard the lady say, I've been sitting here for months. I sat here for months and months and months. We didn't know she was there. God bless her darling heart. But she was there and she was listening and she was listening and she was listening and she was listening and she was eating and she was eating and she was feeding and she was getting full and her faith was getting stronger and stronger and stronger by listening to and feeding on and, and meditating on the word of God. When she leaves the, the, the one hour program that we have, I'm sure she went and meditated on what she heard until the point one day, just one day she spoke up when we asked somebody to give a testimony because God told us to open the lines and let's let them Give a, an account. Let them give a testimony. Child of God, listen. You know why God did that? I know why he did it. Because Glory we overcome Jesus. by the blood of the lamb and by what? And by the words, come on, of our testimony. He That's wanted right. her to testify of the goodness of the Lord. He wanted right. her to say that so she could continue what? Walking in the senses. And I mean, in the in the faith, walking in the spirit. She could continue doing that, overcoming by the by the blood of the lamb, overcoming by the word of her testimony. He That's wanted right. her to get stronger. He wanted to give her an opportunity to tell everybody else who was listening, hey, hey, look what the Lord did for me. Don't Come you on. know when we when we tell others what God did for us, that that could encourage someone else to believe. That can encourage someone else to just Hold on a little longer. Don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't quit. Don't leave the reality of the faith and the and, and the spirit of God to go walk into the senses. Don't do that. And so she Praise spoke God. up. And I and I'm still praising God today that she did. Yes, we are. And I pray that she's still holding on. Child of God, you gotta hold on. Are you listening? Don't go back there. Don't go back there. So That's we right. are new creations in Christ Jesus. We are just mm-hmm. finding out what this can mean to us. We're just finding out. Over in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, it says, wherefore, if any man, that means woman too, is in Christ, he or she is what? A new creation. See, a new creation, a new creation. And what is that all about? That is about walking by that sixth sense. Yes. Not the five. Not hear, feeling, taste, smell, and touch, and smell. No, not by that, but by what? By faith. By faith. New, new creatures in Christ walk by faith. You are a new creature in Christ, and you are walking by faith. This new creation uh, fact gives you all that it means to, to live in Jesus and the Father and to know all you need to know. Amen. Paul's revelation is filled mm-hmm. with new creation truth. His revelation is filled with the new creation truth. Yes. It is God's dream for you to enjoy the fullness 
of this new creation's privileges. That's, right. that's what God, that's the desire of his heart, that we enjoy the fullness of the new creation privileges. The old things, what, are passed away. Those old things of bondage, see, those old things of fear, those old things of doubt, those old things of want and sickness and weakness and failure, they are gone. You said, but no, I, I sometimes still feel afraid. And so do I. But listen to that sentence that I just stated. I, as you sometimes, but, but wait, my hand is up. I, I, I sometimes still feel afraid. And so do I. But listen to me. See, that's under the senses. You heard that? I feel afraid. Yes. Of God, that's a reality, but it's not the truth. That's right. Come on, you got to get this. He didn't say you would not sense these things anymore, that you would not feel them anymore. No, no, no. He didn't say you would be delivered from feeling them. He said you are delivered. The, 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 the failures are gone. You're not going to fail when, when fears comes again. No, because you know what to do with fear now. You know, you know, you, you've got to speak to that fear. Are you listening? You've got to say fear in the name of Jesus. You are not armed with all the weapons of your warfare to deal with fear. He said, open your mouth and what? Cast fear down. Before you began to, in this class, you didn't know what to do with fear. All you knew was to open your mouth and say, well, I'm afraid. You don't do that anymore. That's right. Are you listening to him? We don't deal with it that way. Those That's feelings good. will come, but now I'm in healing school and I've heard that the Bible tells me to open my mouth and cast down imaginations and every high thing that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God. Fear is one of those things that exalts itself against, say against, against, against the knowledge of God. That's right. So I know how to deal with fear. And so I'm not in, I'm not failure. It's not a failure. I don't fail when fear comes anymore. He didn't say fear wouldn't come. He said, you're not going to fail at it. Praise God. He, he said, you're now equipped with the weapons of your warfare to know how to handle fear, to know how to handle doubt, to know how to handle sickness, to know how to handle weaknesses. Are you listening? You're not going to fail good. there anymore because you've been in healing school and you now know how to deal with those things. Isn't That's that amazing? Right. Isn't that amazing? See, so fear comes to me as well. Sure, because Satan is the God of this world. Yes. And he will shoot those fear arrows at you all the time. That's right. When we go to the doctor and we hear the, the news that we don't want to hear, that fear, and sometimes we haven't even heard, but we're in fear of hearing something that we haven't even heard yet. So he'll keep you all emotional about what you're going to hear. Yeah. He'll keep you fretting about that. Oh, my God, I've had tests done. What's the results? What's the outcome? He'll keep you in fear about that. So that's, that's right. the thing you have to do is open your mouth and say, in the name of Jesus, I cast this fear down. That's right. I refuse to fear. Not yeah. fear, get up and get out of here. Where did I get that from? I got that from over there in Mark 11. He said, if you will speak to the mountain, well, fear is a mountain that's from the right. devil. 
He said, speak to the mountain and tell the mountain to what? Be removed and be cast into the sea. He said, doubt not in your heart, you'll have what you say. So you go ahead on and open your mouth and say, fear in the name of Jesus. Jesus. I speak to you and I command you to be cast into the sea. And I have no doubt in my heart because my father told me I can do this. Jesus told me I can do it. So I have no doubt. I know I'm doing the right thing. So you have to leave. And I'm telling you to leave right now. Stomp your foot at it. And it'll go. It'll flee. That's right. Are you listening? Glory to Jesus. So don't sit there and just let those things just circulate in your head like that. Sing a song. Praise the Lord. Pray in the spirit. Read scriptures. Do whatever. But don't sit there and let that just rotate round and round, day and night in your head like that. Because what he's trying to do is get you to speak it. Oh, I'm so afraid. Don't speak that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so worried about the test. Oh, don't speak that. Oh, I'm so concerned about what they found. Don't speak that. Praise God. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. The tests are okay. All is well. I'm on top and rising. I'm doing great. What are you doing? You're calling for your healing. You're calling for it. See, so now you know what to do with that. That's why he said there is those things of bondage, fear, doubt, want, sickness, weakness, failure. It's gone. You know how to deal with it now. You see it? So you say that is not possible, but it is. Because the new creation is just like the map. Those new creatures, we are new creatures and we just like our father God. Yeah. He is our head. He is the vine. We are the branches. And as he is, so are we. Are you listening? We're just like him. John 51 through 7, it says, I am the vine. I'm the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. I am the vine. You are the branches. As long as you deal in doubts and fears, as long as you sit in judgment of yourself and others, you will never arrive. You will never enjoy these things. But if, however, you will act on the word. See, that's what we've been doing. We've been acting on the word. Fear came and we decided to act on the word. So if you act on the word, act on it as you would act on a letter from a friend of yours. When you read the letter from your friend, all things have become new. Come on. That's what the Bible says. All things have become new. So start thinking of yourself yourself as living this new life in this new room. You have been reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. You have perfect fellowship with him who is your head. Child of God, that's where we live. That's who we are. That's what we have. And when we come into the knowledge of all of this goodness, amen, and decide to act on it, it becomes a reality. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Praise God. Now that's it. Child of God, Jesus have done what he needed to do to get everything to you right now. But you must receive it by faith. Did this bless you this morning?